Hey guys, Kathleen Carnelli here. We're going to be getting back into James chapter 3 today, picking it up in verse 13. And we're going to be talking about wisdom, the different types of wisdom, and most importantly, God's wisdom. So go grab your Bible, a pencil, maybe a notebook, and I'll open us up in song. When we walk with the Lord in the light of His Word, what a glory He sheds on our way. While we do His good will, He abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. Thank you, Lord, for your word, the lamp unto our feet and the light into our path. May we walk in the light of your wisdom, God. We give you all the glory forever. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's open up to James chapter 3 and pick it up in verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. So James is telling us here how good wisdom, God's wisdom, should be delivered and also how we can identify it. It first points out good conversation and then the showing of works, which is the exact same pattern that we have been studying over the past few weeks, how out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and how our words lead. What we speak influences. What we say, often our body and our actions will soon follow suit, which is one of the reasons why taming our tongue and guarding our hearts is so valuable. It says here that a person who is wise should have good speech, not corrupt, but good communication. And when showing works, it should be done out of meekness. This is wisdom, not being vain or prideful or parading our good works to everybody. It's so important to remember this because we live in a culture that celebrates self-glorying. I mean, we affirm the things that glory in themselves the most. Vanity is like no big deal anymore. I remember when I was young being taught the importance of not being vain and how that was a negative quality to have. And nowadays it's celebrated and highlighted. Like it's the complete opposite. Everything in our world now tells you if you got it, flaunt it. We live in a selfie generation. And that's what we have to fight against. Self-centeredness, vanity, self-glory. That stuff isn't all of a sudden cool with God because it's cool with the culture. We've got to align our minds and our values to scripture, to God's heart, to the way of Christ, who calls us to be humble, to be servants, to be meek, and not showy about our good works. Jesus said, when you're doing good, don't let your left hand even know what your right hand is doing. Don't be like the hypocrites that stand on the street corners to make sure that everybody knows what they're doing for God. Meekness is not a popular term in our culture anymore because there's no glory in it. But James tells us to show our works with meekness of wisdom. What is the reason for that? So we will not allow pride 
to manifest in our hearts, which can lead to competition in our works, which leads to envy and strife and division and all sorts of crazy things. Verse 14 says, But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. So that envying of others can often lead to two things, trying to tear others down or another being trying to lift or puff ourselves up, trying to be better than. But the scripture here says, glory not. And then it says, lie not. Don't use your mouth to bear false witness. We really have to pay attention to what comes out of our mouth because it reveals what's going on in the heart. And as we see, this verse addresses both the heart and what comes out, telling us that if our heart is full of bitterness, envy, and strife, then the wisdom that we're speaking is not wisdom from God, but wisdom from somewhere else. Verse 15 says, This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. So we have three types of wisdom here that we see that is not from God. The first one being earthly wisdom. And that is going to appeal to the cares of this life and the things that this world treasures and exalts. The second type of wisdom that is not from God we see here is called sensual wisdom. And that appeals to our flesh, to our senses. It makes us feel good. And then the third type of wisdom here we see is devilish wisdom. And that comes straight from the demonic, from seducing spirits that want to influence us and try to find open doors to do that. So how do we allow one or all of those types of wisdoms to come forth from our mouths? Well, again, the Bible says that will come out when we allow bitterness, envy, and strife to reside in our hearts. Verse 16 says, For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. So every evil work is the fruit of those three types of wisdom. Again, it starts in the heart, comes forth from the mouth, and the works follow. We continue to see the same thing as we study throughout chapter 3 in the book of James. And there's another word here in this verse that I want to point out, and that is the word confusion. The Bible talks a lot about confusion. And when we see a lot of confusion going on, it is a telltale sign that there is darkness, that there is something off. Remember, God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. You can read about that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. Now we look down here in verse 17 and James explains to us what godly wisdom looks like. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Wisdom from above is first pure. And what does pure mean? Uncontaminated without pollutants, unspotted from the world, not earthly, sensual, or devilish. And it's really important to remember it says first pure, because all these other things after, then peaceable, gentle, and so on, you can have wisdom that's peaceable and gentle, but if it's not pure, then it's not from God. You can have 
earthly wisdom that's peaceable. It makes everyone feel great, but it's not of God. Wisdom that's from above first must be pure. And then, like we see here, peaceable. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Isaiah says in chapter 26, verse 3, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. So wisdom from above is pure and peaceable when our mind is steadfast on him. And then it says gentle, which is not rude or boastful, but kind and easy to be entreated, approachable, full of mercy, for we know how much mercy God has bestowed upon us. And all of this good wisdom from above, it leads to good fruit. We read how speaking or giving earthly, sensual, devilish wisdom produces every evil work. Well, in the same way, God's wisdom, pure wisdom, produces fruits of righteousness and every good work. And these works are without partiality. No respecting of persons going on here just like we read in chapter two and we studied back in episode 10. And especially these works are without hypocrisy. And then James goes on here to teach us how this fruit of righteousness should be applied. Verse 18 says, And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. So as the children of God, may we sow this peace. May we share this peace. And God, as the author and finisher of our faith, not the author of confusion, but of peace, may He be the treasure inside of our hearts that God's wisdom, pure wisdom, peaceable wisdom would flow from our mouths, bringing forth a harvest of good fruits and good works to the glory of God the Father. In Jesus' name. Be prepared to live like you've never